hold right before you go on a cruise. You're going on okay. another one? No, I, I got the cold right before I went on my cruise. Oh, 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 I thought that's what you were going to tomorrow. I was like, good lord. Yeah, you know, just still swaying from the boat from last weekend, so I thought I'd just get on another boat. Where, where are you going this weekend? Uh, I am going to St. Louis for a wedding. Oh, that's right, that's right. Because isn't someone having a hard time getting to the wedding? Uh, they got there. Okay. The bride and groom. Yes. <laughs> two, two flights of theirs were canceled to get from Houston to St. Louis. Uh, and hi Kyle I'm excited for your wedding he's he's a listener oh well congratulations Kyle and Mrs. Kyle Casey Casey oh it's it's alliterative names oh yes I didn't think about that yes also they have the same last initial they they met in law school because their lockers were like on top of each other like like, yeah like, like like gym lockers no, like, like they had – I had the same question. They had lockers in law school where they, like, kept their stuff in between classes while they, like – well, because I guess their, their books were really big and heavy, and so you wouldn't necessarily, like, lug all of your books, you know? I'm, like, yeah. imagining this law school but but as, like, a, a teen rom-com where it's like, what's up, jerk? I heard you – I heard what you said in, in, uh, in intellectual property law. <laughs> like <laughs> – well, you know, they went to law school in Chicago, so I imagine they probably did have, like, big jackets and stuff that you didn't necessarily want to, like, you know, carry around with you and stuff. There he is, the captain of the debate team. <laughs> There's the editor of the law review. I, I, he did so well at last week's mock trial. <laughs> um, anyway, their, their last names start with the same letter and are very, like, have a lot of the same letters. So they, um, that they met because their lockers were on top next to each other in law school that's adorable i know I was like oh guys it's, i just oh excuse me you're in my way and he turns around it's like lady in red starts playing yes. in slow motion <laughs> well we'll look we'll at a lot of this out but um they, they didn't start dating until after law school oh mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those I don't know what you mean, but what do you mean one of those? Just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, mm-hmm, and then in my head, I'm like, what is controversial about this? <laughs> oh no, I didn't mean controversial. More, I meant more like that's a trope. But I'm thinking about it, it's not really a trope. Uh, I don't know. I do. I do have some people I went to high school with who were not couples in high school, and I don't even really remember them spending time together in high school, like significant time. Who married? Who look now on Facebook? I'm like, oh, you married them? Really? Yeah, I got a couple of those too, where I was. I, I don't know. I just, I guess I never really saw them together. I also, like, feel like I'm losing a lot of high school in my memory space, and I'm kind of okay with a lot of that. Yeah. I know we've talked about my Facebook purge, but I'm I'm okay. I try to get rid of a bunch of people that were like, I don't remember what you look like anymore because your Facebook profile has been a baby for so long. Yes. <laughs> like, to me, yes. you are a baby. <laughs> I have a friend yeah. who is an actual infant. I just did a Facebook purge last weekend. And I say purge, I mean, I think I cut like 15 people, but so <laughs> what, a, what, a slight, a slight decluttering. I'm, I'm getting ready to do stuff like that. Like every time I clean up anything now, I'm like, oh, I'm recondoing my, my Netflix queue is one I was looking at a little while ago. Oh my gosh. I don't utilize my Netflix queue at all. Well, because I, I feel should. like it's. So the one on our Apple TV, A, you have to really dig to find it. It's not yes. super right up there. Uh-huh. And and 
I can't remember if I said one or A. I hope it was A. B, <laughs> it's like you start the list, and I, sw- I, I, I saw one. It's not in any order I've put it in, and I went, okay, uh-huh. well, this is something I don't want to watch anymore. I'll remove it from my list. And I come back, and it's a completely different random assortment. There's no order to it. It's just it, every time I go in, it just picks things randomly, which I don't know how anybody could look at that and decide that was a good design decision. You know, I've always thought it was on there in the order that I added it to my list, but as they remove things from Netflix and they get taken off your list, I wonder what happens. Do you what do you what do you what are you streaming it on? Uh Firestick, Amazon Firestick. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. This this some sometimes mm. Apple stuff like just because it's Apple they don't work well with others. Yeah. But bougie bougie ass problems from us. <laughs> Oh, look who was being bougie this time, though. Ryan. You jumped right in. You weren't like... Apple TV. It's not like, I'm Laurel, woman of the people. Let me tell you, these aren't the kind of things... <laughs> I got my Amazon about. Fire Stick on Prime Day for $20. So <laughs> the price was right. I think it's very fitting that we are recording this on Valentine's Day. And we have a very romance-heavy episode to talk about today. We do. I was curious if we were going to do that one as a... V-I-E. I'm I'm cool with kind of let's do a quick one of the one before it and get to the the moon dance. Yeah, let's let's do it. I also watched the one before it last night and now I don't remember what it's about. Oh, now I do. Now I do. Okay. There you go. Do you want to hit us with uh with the Netflix synopsis and the title? Well, we have we have to first. We have to. Oh, start I'm sorry. The show, Gosh, Laurel. I'm sorry. I'm I'm on. I I I still feel like I'm on a boat. I have jet <laughs> lag, even though I never change time zones. I just I'm on island time. What can I say? I'm well, on cold medicine. What What can you say except hello, Seattle? I'm Ryan. I think I'm Laurel. <laughs> and we're the Craniacs. We get together and we talk about Frasier. We, uh, Laurel here. Oh, I had a good one. I was trying to think of new things to say, but Laurel here is the uh, grizzled, longtime veteran of the, 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 the late night Frasier Wars. And I'm the fresh off the boat cadet straight out of boot camp. <laughs> Uh, can, can I just uh, just uh, grizzled? Uh, if, I've often said if I could describe Laurel in one word, it would be grizzled. <laughs> piece of advice: No matter who the woman in your life is that you are speaking to, do not use the word grizzled to describe her coworker, relative, podcast co-host, especially wife. But today, uh, if you heard us last week, uh, we're kind of coming off a. Very, very disappointed couple of episodes. <laughs> disappointing yes. couple of episodes. Yes. And we're also coming off a little bit of a break for us due to conflicting travel schedules. So yes. I have to say I enjoyed the break away from Frasier because those episodes were just lackluster. Not good. And it was interesting listening back to it and getting it edited because this one, I, I think this first one's, I think they're both, I think one of them's very important, <laughs> but the one before it was, was okay. But I think it was better having followed up to very, very, probably like i like i think i said there my my least favorite fraser episode 12 is an, is tall is called come lie with me mm-hmm. after daphne's boyfriend is discovered sneaking out of the condo fraser gets uncomfortable with what joe and daphne are doing in her bedroom i have to say for once the netflix synopsis pretty much like encapsulates the entire episode <laughs> yes except when i read it i thought it was they were doing something it was like oh clearly they're having sex what are they doing that's shocking phrase like what specifically is happening that's 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 upsetting him 
I feel like nowadays this plot line would never fly in a comedy because it would just be too boring and they would be like, they're making crystal meth. Yeah. Um, I was shocked. I, I'm I'm shocked that Joe is still, they're keeping, this This is the first season where I think we're, we're having some through lines for the season. Yeah. And that Daphne's actually getting a plot line that's not a huge deal, but makes her seem like a very normal person. Like somebody of her age living in Seattle makes sense that she would have a boyfriend that mm-hmm. she well, sees for you know months on end i also feel like the idea of her living with them is odd in my opinion and then now that we've gone three years it's like we either need to move her out or like address some things that would happen <laughs> yeah well i also thought it was funny in this episode when fraser talks to her about joe not spending the night as she says she'll move out how readily she agreed to that because when she originally interviewed for the job, she was like, well, if it's not live-in, I can't do it. Mm, I don't remember it, that. It could be that, you know, three years, she saved some money, et cetera, et cetera. She's like... She's embezzling. Know. She's skimming <laughs> off the top of the of the Crane family accounts. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's exactly what it is. Um, I'm very, like... I love that she, she he was like... I don't think you should do that. She's like, okay, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. There wasn't really much of a, her being like, Oh, well, whatever you say. Like, even though she seemed very much like a teenager getting caught that next morning, once it was out in the open, she was very much like, you know what? I apologize. That was inappropriate of me. I'll let you know next time he's going to spend the night, which is like how that sh- episode should have ended. It should have been a six yeah. minute episode. And like, do, 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 Yeah. Exactly. But, um, I'm just glad she's... Oh, you don't want that? Okay, well, then I, I'm out of here. Yeah. I, uh... It, 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 so this is one of those episodes where now that I'm an adult, I'm like, huh, how would I approach to a similar situation? Because I think when I was younger, I was probably like, oh, yeah, Frazier makes the rules. Well, I mean, I mean, having never had a, a, a man spend the night with you before, Laurel, I don't think this is something that you're, you know, like, how... This is all hypothetical we're talking, right? I'm saying if I was an employer, <laughs> like if you had a nanny and your nanny had a boyfriend, like a live-in nanny and she had a boyfriend, would right. you be like, they can't spend the night? I don't, I like, I don't know. I, as, as much as, as much as we make fun of each other for being bougie, I don't know that either of us could understand like, what if our help was having relationships? <laughs> but it also, this is, this would be an interesting thing to find out, you know, neither you or I have have had this happen but a lot of millennials have moved back in with their parents Mm -hmm. either like with families or they're in their 20s and 30s and they move back in with their parents that will be like how how are they tackling like it's not like they have a curfew well i moved in with back with my parents for grad school well that's true you're like in grad school like i could i have a very specific story to tell you it's not nearly as exciting as i think you think it's going to be oh it sounds very exciting i i moved back to my room which is was essentially a time capsule to 1999 Mm -hmm. and like didn't a didn't change anything because i was just like i'm only here for about you know two years and then i'm out you know moved a tv in there so i could play games while i was i basically i think i made it more of a dorm room than when i was i actually was a child there because i was like Mm -hmm. i don't want to talk to my parents like because i think it's worse when you're an adult and I, I, I've been infantilized my whole life. So like, even when I moved back in, it was, it, it was, I was still like calling them and being like, I'm coming home at this time, blah, 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 blah. 
it was it was annoying so one time i'm in there and i'm at my laptop working and my mom comes in to you know whatever for whatever reason just starts like looking around and goes how come you never bring a nice girl home and i like close my laptop and look at her i'm like you you mother you're the reason what would we do what would we do if i brought a girl back here would we hang out with you what would happen explain to me like carry this idea through to the end and she's like nope you're right and like turned around and left do you want to have this discussion with me about what i would like to do with a girl if i brought her back to my house no i'll I'll take that bait let's see where it goes yeah i it's either that or you want me to bring a girl who like i can't do like i'm at school all the time let's have her meet my parents first thing no yes these are all terrible ideas like, let's sit next to each other on the couch and chastely hold each other's hands oh and look boy. into each other's eyes i uh we when my sister moved out her bedroom became kind of like my hangout room like it was just like we put a sofa in there with a t- with oh a TV. what a sad life ryan led he had a bedroom and a hangout room so the second part of this story is my girlfriend and I would go back in the hangout room. Everyone's like, ooh, that's so scandalous. No, because my mom would just pop in randomly, like, throw open the door and be like, what are you doing? She would yell those exact words. What are you doing? Like, She wouldn't even have the, like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just no, looking for she was like, blank. I'm here to make sure you don't have sex. Like, that was, like, what she wanted to say. And I'm like, believe me, mother. Like, she doesn't want to strap herself to this life forever, so it's not really much of an issue. <laughs> It was, yeah, yeah. So, I can't imagine, like, going back and dealing with that as an adult at all. There's, uh, and actually, I feel like Gary can chime in on this. I think he watches the show. I watched, like, the first few episodes of a show called Life in Pieces, and I think there's a storyline about a guy on that show who he gets divorced and has to move back in with his parents and he brings a girl home after a date and his parents are like eating ice cream sitting on the couch and like oh do you want to join us we have three different flavors and like all these different things and i think it's that he now sleeps in the garage if i remember correctly that's the one where it's like three it's like all these families and it's short stories in each uh i, I think it's the same family but right, right, right. Um, yeah well i mean like the same it's like modern family where it's a big yes, family yes 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 but yes. it's each little individual family sure i mean i've literally seen like two episodes i thought it was pretty ago, good so. tara really liked it is it not on anymore i have no idea like okay. we watch things we don't watch things as they're out usually mm-hmm. so same couldn't yeah. tell you um what else do we have to say about this episode i loved how it almost turned into like an apocalyptic situation when Daphne left for the weekend I know I I also I feel like this episode like this was a long time coming both for the reason you said of like they need to address the fact that Daphne lives with them because it's kind of an unusual situation but also that they addressed what an important part of their family she Mm -hmm. is she's the cream filling in the Oreo which is an excellent analogy I know, I know. It was, yeah. So um, anyway, I'm glad they addressed it. Um, oh, sh- should we should we rate the episode? Yeah, let's just let's. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. I I'll probably give it a a, a six. Mar- all I can think of is Martin in his underwear. That's all I could remember from this episode. Was, um, I've been wearing I- pants for too long. <laughs> I. Uh... I, so that's actually that's one thing that I've said about living alone when people are like oh like what's the nice thing about living alone like that you can wear as much or as little clothing as you want at any time yeah <laughs> feel you Martin feel you um, I think I will give it I it's it's a it's a decent episode so I think I'll give it um, seven Oreos 
um one thing i just thought of at the end um i like that they all kind of get into the like these are the lies we tell ourselves i can't remember what niles's was but frazier's was oh they're just what is it it's joe had an accident in the in the war yes yes in the falklands yeah and then i forgot niles was but but martin's was like oh the scale's broken all my all my clothes are shrinking yes niles was about not getting invited to things that like his invitations kept getting lost in the mail lost in the mail that's what it was and his postman stole the invitation and well that's interesting because that does lead directly into the next episode Mm -hmm. like i don't think Mm -hmm. i've seen one that's that's worked kind of like this yeah so i watched these episodes a day apart but even i picked up on that thread and was like oh I watched them last night, like, I, I was doing my schedule in my head, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and then I'll come home and I'll uh, record with Laurel. And then I'm like, oh, you have to watch some episodes at, like, midnight last night. And I was like, okay. And Tara wasn't feeling well, so she was, she's, this sounds awful, because when she doesn't feel well, she's like, I'm going to go sleep on the couch. And I'm like, you can stay here, and I'll go sleep on the couch. And she apparently likes sleeping on the couch better when she doesn't feel well. Oh, well, okay. Um, but she was downstairs, so I just was like, all right. And I pulled out my phone, and I watched them both on my phone. I couldn't tell if she could hear me, like, laughing and kind of giggling at it. But I was just like – I just like going through the whole thing and being like, oh, yeah, you have to actually watch the episode before you can talk about it on your on your show about Frasier. Yeah, I, I do that more than once where I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And then Ryan and I got to record. I'm like, oh, at one point. Remember we would record two episodes at once? That was hard. Yeah. When I would have to watch four episodes. Yep. Okay, this next episode, season three, episode 13, is called Moon Dance. Seeing how upset Niles becomes when he reads about Maris's new romance in the society pages, Martin tells Niles it's time he started dating. That's a bad synopsis. It's, yeah, it's, uh, if anything, it sets up the premise that becomes the catalyst for the show. Uh, So this one, I think we talked about last time, directed by Kelsey Grammer. And, oh, that's right. That makes sense because he's not in it very yeah, much. Yeah, I was, which I liked. Like, I think that's a cool thing to do every once in a while. There's a uh, Doctor Who episode that's very actual Doctor Who light, and it's so self-contained. It's, it's a really good episode, but it's always the one I go, you should watch this. You don't really need to know much about Doctor Who to get this episode. It kind of feels more like a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, okay. Um, if you like it, Guess congratulations. The whole show is very much like like you've got a whole show ahead of you. It's the one I usually send out to people, but it, it was it's just, I love shows that like when they kind of go into like this one doesn't really have a whole lot of like world building like a show like Doctor Who or Lost or something like that has, but just having like the 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 background characters in a in a, in a sitcom is a pretty big deal, especially in 96. Yeah, yeah, so this and is, yeah, 96. it also shows how strong, which I mean, we've known, we've talked about, but how strong all of the characters on the show are, and all the actors are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Obviously, I, I love this episode because it is very Niles-heavy. It's extremely um, Niles-heavy, and I think it needed to be. This wasn't something we could... I think having Frasier out of it let us deal with Niles' feelings a lot more, instead of having, like, a, you know... It, we kind of got Martin's point of view, but it was nice having it be... Fraser or Niall centric, which do you mind if I go off on a tangent for a sec? No, yeah, I don't know why I'm asking permission. That's fifty percent of this show. <laughs> um, have you seen the the thing where Fraser is coming or Fraser Kelsey Grammer is coming out and saying we're trying to figure out what the next step for Fraser is? Mm-mm. There's been some things where he just came out and said they're they're discussing it. It's 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 you know whether it's a reboot or whatever. Um, and one of the things we I started talking about with somebody at work was uh 
is the because th- he referred to it as the third act of Frasier, which I thought was interesting because I forget this is not the first act of Frasier. This is the mm-hmm. second act. So does the show? Do we do like a Frasier reunion show, or do we do just something completely different with Frasier? Like, has he moved again? Is he doing something different? Who's the we in this situation? We, the creators of the new Frasier show. You oh, and me, okay. the, the fake producers. Oh, I think... Well, I think if you if you want to keep Niles in there and you want to keep Daphne in the show, and I, I think it's implausible to think that they've all moved to a new city together. So I think mm-hmm. you have to keep it in Seattle. And... I, I mean, I you know, it'd be interesting if Frazier was a podcast host talking about like you know mental health and maybe you know people people writing in with problems or calling with problems on pre-recorded thing. I mean, that feels like something they could do where it's like he starts off and it's his last day at KACL mm-hmm. and it's like retirement, but. But that's my question. Also, Do we want it to feel like Frazier? The problem like is you and, I, you and I don't know how the show ends. Oh, yeah. I forgot you haven't seen the end. Um, Actually, false. I have seen the last episode, and I don't remember how it ends. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering if it's – is it Cheers, Frasier, Frasier 2, or is it Cheers, Frasier, uh, the Niles show with Frasier, you know, or something, right? Kind of like how Fuller House has, you know, revamped where it focuses on – the daughters and the uh, the adults air quotes from the original show just kind of pop back in which makes so much sense i think i think what i was getting to with this and 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 why i brought it up is we kept talking about who we could lose and what the show could be about but we felt like at this point you can't get rid of niles like niles oh, 100%, is no. yeah like the cheers but, cast went away and it just became about fraser like do we make it about fraser and niles do we make it about niles and fraser's a Background character? Just I don't know. Say what you what you really want. Just make it about Roz. <laughs> That's the thing I would talk about that too, because I don't know if Roz's story is told or. You don't as even much know as if I love her, if she's I don't on know. the show the whole time. She could die. She could be. That could be the last episode. Who shot Roz? <laughs> yeah, spoiler. That is the last episode. Everybody, you heard it here first. <laughs> um. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting to think about. It's a, maybe not think about it as Frasier too, but as something completely yeah, different. Yeah, you know, listeners, let us know what premise you would like for a Frasier reboot. Um, uh, so I actually remember vividly when this show came out, this particular episode came out in, um, I think it was 1996, six. maybe? Okay. February uh, 6th of 1996. Almost very close to... 23 years from now. My best friend turned frenemy from like kindergarten on to eighth grade. Her birthday was also February 6th and an old co-worker's mind. I know a lot of people born February 6th. Let me just put it that way. When when you said that, this is, you ever watch the Simpsons where there's like the baby that Maggie hates? Yes. I don't know why. That's what I thought when you said my frenemy from kindergarten. <laughs> there's like, they always say something like Maggie looks off in the distance and someone's pushing a stroller and this baby pops out with a unibrow just like like scowling at it and then cuts back to Maggie and she's looking like that. I don't know. It's like, dun, dun. That's what I thought of when you're like, my frenemy from kindergarten. She, what did she do? Did she not go to recess um, with you? Is this something you don't, tell me about your trauma. Did you cry in a Chili's about this? You guys. <laughs> no, if we're Facebook friends now, it's fine. Um, 
we I'm trying to remember we we were friends in like preschool and kindergarten and then we went to the same school for first grade um and I don't remember I I she was also like kind of an unpleasant child but she like <laughs> that's such an only child comment um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean we should probably edit some of this out but like mother seriously. she was an unpleasant child mother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know I, I still remember that she started because I was a quiet calm child um yeah um and we were never friends after that. I mean we, we like we were able to get like get along but we were never like friends after that in 1996 when they were promoting the show I remember it vividly because it February that's a sweeps month um ah. the, com- the commercial had you know obviously the way they did commercials back then made you think something happened in the episode that didn't actually happen but it had this sweeping song which I don't know if it was David Hyper singing or not and I will actually sing it with my cold voice so it's going to be great it was this like big operatic Daphne won't you go out with me our date will surely be beyond our fantasy Hey, we were, like, we were cutting out. Can you do that one more time? Nope. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Um, well, this seemed this was pretty high viewership. I've got some of the numbers here, but it doesn't seem like it was like Come Lie With Me had, had 32.3. This had 28.9 million viewers. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe how many people used to watch TV shows live. I know, back right? That's nuts. Um, like now I think they get excited for like five. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I'm reading right here that I forgot was so the whole the whole point is uh, Niles is trying to get back into high society. He scores some tickets to a the snowball. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he he invites Marjorie Nash, the fruit at the bottom yogurt heiress, which I just found to be an excellent like thing to be an heiress to. And if you know her husband may have died of suspicious circumstances, but um. I uh, he says he can't dance, and then Daphne uh, offers to help teach him. Um, yes, and it doesn't seem like you know. You know, at this point, I remember him being just very earnestly, "Oh, oh you will, Daphne." And I like that we've moved away from like twenty-four-seven thirsty Niles to yes. like that's that's a real way of describing him. Yes, he, he's no longer the Tex Avery cartoon wolf that like his tongue rolls out every time Daphne comes in. I mean, eventually we. I thought it was a very sweet episode with their relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of how it turned out. Um, which, if you're, you know, it's, they end up, Marjorie Nash uh, cancels and he ends up taking Daphne. And then they're dancing, they're dancing, they share a moment that she, the tango comes on. And they start dancing a very, 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 whew, uh, seductive tango in which he uh, admits his feelings for her, and she seems to reciprocate these feelings. Which, when it happened, I was like, oh, wow, are we here already? Like, I was... I I thought, I was like, how are they... Because, you know, they got to stretch it out for, you know, season six. I can't remember what my prediction it was, but... Oh, I have to look back and see what you guessed. It was not season three, but she kisses him. They kiss at the end of this tango. So I forgot that happened and actually in my apartment gasped out loud <laughs> when that, it happened. That, I think I went, whoa. Like, I was like, because that's when they kissed. I was like, this is really happening. Yeah. Which I feel like in that commercial that you're talking about, did they uh, show the kiss? Because they do that all the time in 
shows now where it's I like I don't think they did but I seem to remember him saying like Daphne you're a goddess and her like you know they had the parts of her like saying things back to him that made him think that she had the same feeling yeah oh it was so sad when she was like She's I, like, I oh, we know. really fooled them. I knew, I knew you were a good dancer. I didn't know you were such a good actor. The the slow realization and like crestfallenness on David High Pierce's face is so powerful. It's a it's a sad ending. I mean, it's it's kind of hopeful because that other woman comes up to him in a very uh, Frasier Niles way, where it's like, oh, hello, I'm a rando that was is attractive and saw you. Would you ask me to dance sometime? So it's funny though. I feel like. A, she already knew Niles because she was like, yes. "I was, an, I'm, an, I'm an, an associate at your, at you know, your lawyer's firm," and yeah, they're in a, they're in a small social gathering. She just saw him dance, you know, really well. Like that didn't seem nearly as like far fetched right, right, as Frazier's right. models falling at his feet. Right, right, right. Um, but I do think it was funny that she was like an associate or something. It sounded like she wasn't. It, it you know, I like the idea of Niles kind of this sounds terrible but working his way down to Daphne does that make sense mm-hmm. like he's he married someone very rich he had a date with a yogurt heiress <laughs> like he's he, he thinks this is how he's supposed to live yeah so the idea of like well I can just go out and have a good time with a associate like mm-hmm. when I say he's working his way down to Daphne it's the importance of their career or their background is or is, their status is, their status is, is lowering yeah yeah it's true it's true because that was one thing is nobody really like he asked her to not call him dr crane to call him niles but they don't really say like what are we gonna say when people ask like what your relationship is to right. me they like oh we're... yeah like are you gonna make up something are you gonna say it's your dad's home health worker like what are you what are you gonna Cause, say because when uh fraser dragged her to that club they had like a story going or something yes. didn't they? oh my gosh i forgot about that episode yes um I I, I it, this this season is is really starting to feel like you know a, a little bit more of a modern TV show or you know a little bit there's there's more to it than than just we reset every week which is what the first I, two seasons were. I mean 1996, you know, those are changing times. Was, Feels just like yesterday. Is is 96 the first year for friends? No, that was 1994. Oh, really? Yeah. I was in 4th grade. Now we have your age. Soon your mother's maiden name, and we will... <laughs> I, I, I don't know why the idea. Emperor from Star Wars is trying to steal <laughs> your credit. But... Also, you have an idea as to within of three different years of age I could be. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, I, I like the idea that there's like a hacker situation that's just like piecing together all our podcasts. Also, how many times have I talked about how old I was when Fraser started? There you go. It is not a secret. Um... I'm trying to think of what else to talk about this one. Like, I really liked it, but it's also funny because I, there were like two things I wish I'd taken notes, but there are things I'm like, oh, I really want to talk about this tomorrow, and then I completely forgot about it. I mean, I just watched the episodes. I'm trying to think. I, I now I didn't know this was the episode that also had the side plot of Martin trying to see how smart Eddie was by putting oh, the towel over his head. <laughs> the, the stupid banana at the end where it's just like he's trying to get the dog uh eddie to figure out like when i say banana that's the toy that looks like a banana and then by the end there's like all these bananas around the house and like he's he's got a flash card a giant flash card that's like banana that was ridiculous i I seem to remember that we found that hilarious and then immediately attempted it with our dog and draped like a towel over his head um what do you think of daphne's dress 
you know, I, so first let's talk about Daphne's yellow plaid skirt, which was super in back then because Clueless made stuff like that very in. Then it went out and now it's suddenly back in again. She's wearing a yellow plaid skirt when she's teaching Niles how to dance. Hmm. It was, it was was very, what was that? What was Alicia Silverstone's character's name? Cher. Yeah. I was about to say it's, it's like maybe not a reference to something, but. But I thought I liked Daffy's dress a lot. I was like, this is actually a dress I feel like I would see today. It was really, it was really good, and it was like, it was neat because it had a slit, but like mm-hmm. the slit was like you could only see it when she took big steps. Mm-hmm. And she was, and that was them dancing most of the time, right? Well, didn't we find out that she like is a trained dancer, and doesn't she have a strong dancing background in real life? Yeah. I don't know. I'll take a look at that. I was just when they did those kind of over the top shots. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it doesn't surprise me that David Hyde Pierce, with his theater training, is a good dancer. Yeah, it says um, actress, model, producer, comedian, singer, and dancer. And appeared as a dancer in Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. Wow. Huh. She trained ballet. The one thing I found far-fetched about this episode is Niles not knowing how to dance. Because I feel like he 100% would have gone through ball- to ballroom dancing. Oh, he would have yeah, gone through some sort Maris. of like more some sort of like cotillion or something i was just kind of like and shirley's been to lots of benefits where yeah maris may not want to dance but you dance with other people i just found that all a little hard to believe i i i could see him having danced as a kid and then not dancing up until this point but i could also see martin being like i'm putting my foot down at dance lessons i I feel like their mother would have made them go through cotillion or something like that did you ever have to do cotillion i did but is cotillion something that that translates up north and like the pacific northwest and things like that or is that more of a southern thing that's a good question. I don't know. Why don't you tell the people what Cotillion is? Because I, di- I didn't do Cotillion. Uh, it's it, it's got to be Southern. Do you know how to spell it? Cotillion? C-O-T-I-L-L-I-O-N, I think. Um, Is a social dance popular in the 18th century Europe and America? I mean, I felt like it was a class. <gasps> yeah. It also, uh, there's a reference to the Cotillion in Robert Burns' 1790 poem, Tam O'Shanter. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, worlds colliding. Um, no. Uh, so uh, it, we did was basically learning how to do stuff like box, box. I remember box step, and I can't remember the other ones we did because I feel like it wasn't much foxtrot stuff. But we had to dress up like super nice. I think we had to wear white gloves. Yes. We had a guy at ours that like if you were like the best one that day, he gave you like a real silver dollar. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Uh, I met one of my friends that one of my good friends went to. Do you know Wade McDonald from no. SMU? Okay, no. he was a friend of mine. He was he was he was my age. Um, but we met there. Uh, so much older than me. Not that much older than you. Um, yeah, it's basically just learning like fancy debutante dancing and stuff like that. Something I've very rarely used in my life since then. It's also interesting to teach it because like, people usually go to Cotillion when you're like, what, middle school age? That's like an interesting time to teach it because Hold you're not going to really use that for years. Stop it. Stop it. No, I won't stop it. I'm not recording you. a podcast. <laughs> We're taking you to the vet tomorrow. Stop it. What's she doing? Licking her butt. Oh. <laughs> she needs to have her anal glands expressed. Probably. But I feel like we just did it, which is the problem. And I don't want to oh. learn how to do this. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. My godmother's husband used to do it. And we were I like, like it's no. a, I looked it up on YouTube to be like, all right, let's see how we do this. And, like, oh all of them, it looks like a magic trick because it's like, 
push your hand here, and then and it's like, and then do something, and then ha ha. I'm like, what happened? Like I'm like, because I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, okay, can I do this? Can we save some money instead of going to the vet? And it's like, it it does. It's just voila, the anal glands are expressed. And it's like, okay. Um, God, that's going to be a terrible magic show if you're at one where yeah. it's like, This show sucked. Um, do you have a rating for this episode? Taking a turn. Um. <laughs> Gosh, yes. I think I will give this episode. Um, oh gosh, this is just this is an episode that really stands out to me. Um, and like when I think about it, it's not a VIE. It's close, but it's not a VIE. And it's not one I necessarily pick to watch. Like if my parents and I were about to just throw on an episode of Frasier. So I think I'm going to oh, – I hate to give half ratings, but I think I might give this like 8.5. Oh, wow. Okay. Um. Because it's not quite a nine for me. Um, I think I might give this eight point five. Um, uh, associate business cards. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, <laughs> Is that what you were gonna do? Yeah, I, it's like the thing I can think of. Because I usually I get I get fixated on a scene. You know what? I'm gonna give it eight yogurt heiresses. Um, I didn't think it was like there were some funny parts, but it wasn't like super hilarious. But I do think it had a lot of. It, I think I've said this before. Like I, I give a lot of credit to something that that changes the landscape of the show. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. whereas it kind of goes back to square one, it's definitely, you know, Niles in some ways has put it out there. He's also kind of seems to have made this decision to like I need to get out there and date. It doesn't necessarily have to be Daphne. Like I, I'm interested to see where we go forward from this. Yeah, I think it um it definitely moved the needle. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm glad we got to this episode though. It was, it's... it was one in a long time where I was like, I, I almost immediately watched the next one. If it wasn't so late, I would have. I would have gone, oh, I guess you know, mm. like because because that's what they're starting to do. They're starting to, you're starting to like. There's something to see next week instead of just like this is a funny show. Yeah, um, yeah, and and really a lot of the through storylines are, you know, I just I hate to say, it, but they're Niles's. They're mm-hmm. his divorce from Maris and like what well, the latest with that. And you'll notice not to you know, spoil things coming up, but other characters are going to start to have more through storylines as well. Maybe Frazier might even get one. Who knows? <laughs> you, know, you know, the titular character. You know, him. <laughs> oh, him. Um, well, if, if you've got some opinions on where you think uh, Niles is, uh storyline is going to go. I mean, I'm sure I feel like a lot of people out there probably know. But I don't know if you've got some 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 dance moves you want to talk to us about. Or? Uh, yeah, I would actually love to hear about people's ballroom dancing um, escapades, if you will. I took a ballroom dance class a few years ago here in D.C., mm. um, which was a lot of fun. Honestly, it, but it wasn't enough for me. Like I was, it, it was like six weeks of lessons, was, and then I was like, "Wasn't enough dancing was in my soul." <laughs> um, did you have someone you went with, or did you just show up and like? No, you. Uh, we had we only had one couple in the class, and they were um, engaged and going. They were doing the dance lessons for their wedding. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, no, the rest of it was all just singles who. I'm I'm out. I'm not a fan of this idea. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, oh. I don't know. Anyway, it was it was great because I also learned how to dance the lead and um, oh. the lady part, which <laughs> which also kind of sucks because now I realize how how much if you're a lady you just have to hope that you have a good partner because there's not a whole lot you can do about it. Right, Tara, we were 
at a bed and like like kind of like a hotel little it, it wasn't really a bed and breakfast it was somewhere between a hotel and a bed and breakfast in Loray and there was like a little speakeasy type bar downstairs and they were playing she's like well let's dance it was very early in our not very early but we hadn't danced together and we went over and Tara is in elder care so she used to dance a lot with the older ladies so we go over and she immediately does it the wrong way like towards me and I being the uh, kind of person I am go did I forget how to dance? Am I doing this wrong? And so we sat there for like five minutes, like, ha, 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 like putting, uh, like trying to figure out what was going on. Well, because the other part of the story, we were also very drunk. Uh, <laughs> so it was just, just silly. But uh, I feel like I was in the mood. Oh, if you've got a dance story or if, I feel like you got a lot of Texas listeners, you have a little something to say about Cotillion. Hey, Uncle Gary, did you go to Cotillion? Or do you... Uh, so he, he grew up in New Jersey and, like, I think Pennsylvania, so... Oh, nice. If you've so, got yeah. a good cheesesteak place to recommend to me, too, uh, give us an email at craniacs at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S. We're at Craniacs on Twitter. We have a Facebook group. Just Google Craniacs of Fraser Podcast and come get with the party. Uh, we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Overcast. Uh, give us a five star review. Uh, it really helps us out. It uh, you know makes us at the very least it makes us feel good about what we're doing, um, and, and, and it really does help people find the show. Um, so absolutely. You know. And if you're thinking, man, I really want to give a four star review instead. Here's here's Laurel with another way you could spend your time, listeners. <laughs> Bring it. It's in. the most. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And I know what you're thinking. Laurel, the holidays are behind us. Thank goodness. No, friends. I'm talking about Oscar season. Many of you may remember the episode. I don't know. It was early on in Craniacs when I talked about my t- my Oscar party that I throw every year and how seriously I take the Oscars. That season is now here. The Oscars are February 24th. It's a Sunday. You thought winter is coming? The Oscars are coming. <laughs> the Oscars are coming. You have plenty of time to see the Best Picture nominees, if that is your thing. Many of them are available on streaming, but that's not what I'm here to tell you to do. I'm saying be that person at your Oscar party who has the hot take on a category a lot of people don't think about, animated shorts. Mm. Do yourself a favor. Go see the Oscar animated shorts, nominated animated shorts. They are usually no more than 20 minutes each. You can see them all at once. They are often lighthearted they're creative they're endearing you see filmmakers before they move on to bigger things i never regret going and seeing the animated shorts you'll see a lot of pixar once as long as you've seen before movies it's just it's one of my favorite things to do every oscar season do not however see the live action shorts because they're always depressing (laughs) animated shorts only how are you feeling about the them doing some of the more technical ones during the commercials. Okay, I didn't know they were going to be doing that. <laughs> oh, it's, um, it's, it's it's something they've been talking about, and there's there's I think they're going to not do it now because like Scorsese and Guillermo del Toro and all these people were like, please don't do that. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Now I do remember hearing that they were like cinematography and film editing are two of the things that make movies what they are. Like, um. 
I think so I think that the Oscars ceremony itself needs to change a lot and I think that this year will be interesting with no host and then promising to keep it to three hours it'll be interesting to see how fast it moves along I hate it when they feel the need to stick in a bunch of fluff because they think we're bored and I'm like I'm never yeah. bored I am entertained the entire time by simply people winning awards I need I need banter from my people I need banter from the the, the presenters mm-hmm. quick banter or if they're dramatic people, just get them right in there. And I need musical performances. Other than that, I just want to... I, I, if they added more awards, I'd be cool with it. I don't want this... They were doing the like most popular movie or something like that. Well, yeah, and they're not doing that anymore. Um, but it's, it's funny because my favorite podcast on NPR, Pop Culture Happy Hour, talks about every year the, the Oscars seems to be th- themed a salute to movies. <laughs> and, and they're like, no, we, we, we get it. Yeah. We get, like... On, on big anniversaries like the 90th Oscars or whatever, yeah, you can do a little bit of a retrospective. Like, I think for the 75th Oscars, they tried to bring back as many acting winners as they could as were still alive and could make it. And they put them all on the stage and they went one by one and said what each of them had won for. Mm. And that was really cool. I, like, did, I, I mean, in general, the Oscars tends to lean towards... Like, especially Best Pictures, it's like if there's one about a... a, 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 a not a celebrity like an artist of any kind especially an entertainer it's like guess which one's gonna win well yes but you know la la land didn't win it did for about 10 seconds (laughs) but it didn't win see that's another thing it's live tv you never know what's gonna happen so i will be throwing my annual oscar party this year um if you have questions time and the address and we will um sorry that is it's invite only (laughs) um and but if you have invite us if you have questions about how to throw a great Oscar party, I'll be posting some tips in the Facebook group, um, including my favorite thing, which is Oscar bingo, which is the best way to get all of your guests involved in the show, even if they don't care about who wins. <laughs> no, I'm into that. Uh, all right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, is, is the Oscars next week? Well, is this but when this comes out, it is Sunday, February 24th. It'll be that next time? So it's this Sunday. So it's this for when this comes out this real sunday or this that when will then be now (laughs) (laughs) if Um, people are listening to this when this episode drops it will be this coming sunday okay guys whenever the oscars are have a good one and (laughs) i said this all correctly in my spiel (laughs) that's why i asked when was this episode coming out oh okay oh my gosh well enjoy the oscars guys and until next time i'm ryan I'm Laurel. (laughs) And we're listening.